All right, guys. Talking fear, anxiety, what it means to us, what it means to our kids, and a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm not sure where we'll go this time. We we had no like laugh track in that. We had we had nothing. Uh, well, welcome to the. Uh, there it is. There it is. There's what everybody came for. Well, welcome everybody to the Just Dads podcast. I am your host Tommy, and today we got the usual suspects. We got Johnny. Hello, everybody. And we got Mr. Brandon. Hi there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the signature sign-on right there. Oh, well, uh, well, thanks for tuning in. It is uh, we're we're a podcast. We're just dads. We literally are just dads trying to figure stuff out. So, thanks for joining us. Fair, yeah. Uh, we do have a few socials. Hit us up uh, at Just Dads Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we the do triumvirate. Yes, not Snapchat. <laughs> and our email is justdadspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, it is. Ooh. So there we go. Yeah, it is. But it is up at it. So, yeah. how was <laughs> It's been a little while. <laughs> well, I mean, the, this spring, I warned you a few podcasts ago uh, that spring was going to be a little tough, and now it's into summer. <sighs> Finally starting to slow down a little bit. I know. I don't know if Johnny is yet. Uh, a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> sort of, sort of. Soon, but uh, but yeah. So what do you what have you been up to since since we last chatted? Well, it's still yeah. So baseball season is still rearing its ugly head. Uh, I, and I shouldn't say that. It's fun. We we enjoy it. But it's uh, it, you know, all good things must come to an end. So I'm <laughs> ready for the end, which I think is coming up here in another two weeks. I don't know. July 11th, whenever that is. So not that I'm counting down, but I kind of am. Um, and then another big thing was something I think I know Tommy experienced. Uh, we, we both did a, um, a camp this past weekend called Father Son Camp uh, through uh, Crossroads Church here in Cincinnati. So that was a pretty, for me, it was pretty amazing. I haven't really talked to Tommy about his weekend, but it was an awesome time for me with my oldest uh, son who's 17 and uh, it was his last chance to do father son camp. Cause they cut you off at age 17 there you go. <laughs> or that's the oldest you can, can be to go. But um, yeah. So awesome weekend. Yeah. Could talk more about that later is if, if time <clears> permits, <throat> but yeah. 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 What about you, Brandon? Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, really hi, there. hi there. Hi there. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hello. <laughs> Oh, that's man. all he's going to say tonight. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm really curious about Father Son Camp. I oh, I was yeah, going to say one more, and no, then all of a sudden you were talking no, to me. Well, I'm I'm like, was, that was yeah, a trailer no, right there. We'll, the we'll trailer. get into it in, right. the, in the next, because I, I think I, some of it applies. I will be curious. You know, we, we did the Father's Day episode. We had Father's Day. I don't know if you guys were able to do any Father's Day because of the camps, but did you guys get 
you guys both mentioned, I think Tommy mentioned a grill and you mentioned um, a Keurig. Did yes. That right? Yeah. Check. I got it. You get nice. Did you get the grill? We're shopping for a grill. Oh, uh, okay. Nice. Okay. So my, right. it's coming. The good part is my wife grills a lot more now. So she's part of the experience. So yeah. now she wants a voice in the grill buying experience. Makes okay. sense. That's Which fair. is good. Yeah. So yeah, nice. I'm all for it. Right cool. On. Cool. Yeah, no, my Father's Day was good. Got to see my sister and her husband from out of town. Um, uh, got to get together with family. Got to go swimming with the kids and relax and played a game or just hung out or whatever. So that was a good time. And um, big, big, not on news, but big event tomorrow is my 15-year wedding anniversary. As wow. Well, so, uh, I'm That's pretty awesome. excited about that. Um, you know, when you're, you know, you propose, you're like, all you can think about is the wedding and, you know, that first year, it's hard to believe it's been 15 years. You know what I mean? It's just, it went by like that, but all, all the amazing ups and downs. So happy anniversary to my wife. If she's listening, she's not, but, <laughs> 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 uh, and then we got 4th of July coming up. So pretty excited about that. It's always a fun holiday yeah. to celebrate and hopefully see some fireworks or something. <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, well, you guys alluded to a couple of things. I mean, I did do father-son camp. It was also a very good experience, uh, possibly a little different than you because my boy who I brought is only 11. So um, so that was good. That was awesome. And we'll talk about some of the things that kind of came out of that. And in a lot of ways, it's how I ended up picking the topic for today, which is fear. So, um, so we'll get into that on the other side of the break, but terms of father's day father's day was honestly it was really good so um just hung out with kids you know and also my anniversary happens to be like a couple of days right after yep. uh miss brandon here so it'll be 16 years for us on saturday oh nope friday whenever the heck the second is i don't know <laughs> i've lost track of time uh yeah. <clears throat> but yeah so all good here I don't know. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Happy anniversary to my wife. Who's also not listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, let's just get into the topic. Let's, uh, we'll see where we go. Sounds good. jamming over there that that tune still doesn't get old it doesn't so i still like it i'm, right. saying, yeah. I'm excited for their new album whenever that comes out oh yeah, yeah. they he said that when yeah he was okay on, he, yeah. he did mention right. he was uh, recording for that yeah, yeah. so yeah nice. hopefully we'll uh we'll, we'll listen to the next sad box all right, so so fear. <laughs> I don't know how to transition out of that, but uh, so fear. Fear is one of those things that it's just experienced differently, and it was kind of it was kind of enlightened to me by my own son and our experience during mm-hmm. this uh, during this father son camp. And for me, fear was you know it's just defined differently. So for me, I'm blind 
to a lot of obstacles. Um, I just, I don't see them. I focus on, oh, that's probably going to be a good thing. And it's probably not. And it came up, came up in this situation. We're all around a campfire. It's me. And the, and the way they group this thing is you're basically around other fathers and sons that are of the same age. So I didn't know any of the people that were in my group, but. And let's preface too. This is a, a camp that no. yeah. there's like four, I think there are 450 people. So about like 225 or so, um, father and son pairs. Yeah. So it's a lot of people. Oh yeah. But yeah, then, then they break them up by what is it like seven is the youngest age to yeah, 12. It's either, yeah. It's either seven or eight. And then it went something. up to 12 yeah. and they kind of grouped that section of camp together. And then they had like 13 to 17, 17 I guess yeah. it's cut off in a different area and a whole different area. Yeah. And they, they had a couple different activities, but you know, <sighs> I don't know if, have we talked a lot about man camp here on this? I don't even know. We but, have. Okay. I mean, in bits and pieces, but yeah, long story short is this was a much different experience for me with John because I didn't know any of the people going in. And at first it was weird. And I was like, ah, I don't know any of these people. And then it just became apparent that they didn't matter. Hmm. It was just about time with me and John and we took a lot of walks and we did a lot of talking and we did a lot of things and they were all very nice people that were with us, but they're probably not people I'm going to hang out with afterwards or whatever. So like this was just time about John and I. So in terms of the situation, and I would highly recommend it to anybody who's, uh, who, who, just the dedicated time you get with your with your son is yeah. just unbelievable. So, yeah. um, but the the exact situation I'm talking about when it came to fear and danger and all this is, my viewpoint has always been well, the outcome's probably going to be good, right? So, I just don't see the obstacles. I don't do it. And then John, my son. Oh, the situation. I'm doing a bad job telling the story. <laughs> I'm all over the place. I'm We're tracking so far. We're all sitting yeah. around a fire, and all these boys are like, man, that'd be cool to jump this fire. Right? You know, it's dangerous. Whatever. The ring wasn't that big. It really wasn't that big of a deal. And John's like, I'm not doing that. Like, why would I do that? And I was like, eh, it'll be fine. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is what you do with Father's Son Camp. I was trying to... I've spent my life trying to get John to pushes boundaries and not like work under anxiety and all this other stuff. Right. And it came down to, he said it to me like three times. I don't think I got it till the second or third time. He's like, there's fun danger where you're just putting yourself out of your comfort zone. And then there's like danger, danger where he's like, why would I do that? If I screw up, I'm going to land in the fire and do it. It's all, he almost does this like risk, Mm-hmm. this risk tolerance thing. And he's like, well, there's no upside and there's only downside. Why would I do that? That's a solid, <laughs> man. <laughs> solid. Kind of a, that's exactly that's how a I mature, think. Mature that's answer. Really. Yeah. I yeah. was like, yeah. it's a future yeah. actuary right there. Well, and it's just, <laughs> he just experiences risk and he experiences fear and he experiences all of it just so differently than I do. Mm. And I'm positive that fear is a part of all of our lives and anxiety and over different things and other things. And we just all, it just opened my eyes to one, 
John's wise beyond his years because like I didn't I didn't even think like that. I was like, you're right. Why? What? What do I get for jumping over a fire? Yeah. <laughs> like credibility with uh, other eleven year olds. What does that really work? Street cred. Yeah, yeah, street cred. Yeah, street cred. And yet, you know, we're, we're all we're all idiots and do. Or I am. I did all kinds of stupid things like that. That was just like what I did. I was a risk taker. I'm not risk averse, but I never thought of the downside. And it's helped me in different things, but but he does. And it just had me think through this idea of how we all experience things so differently and so uniquely and just this idea of, of fear. Um, so, and it's just, there's fun danger and then there's danger, danger. So as we, different things are going to scare all of us and different people react differently to fear. I know some people speed up when there's stress or fear and some people slow down. I'm personally somebody who slows down. What? You, you already <laughs> yeah. operate at zero miles an hour. So that's hard to believe. <laughs> I, I just, his, his pulse rate goes negative. <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> that's awesome. He starts uh, getting, uh. getting younger like Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, but um, I mean, it's a, it, it's just, it is how it is. So, um, but it's, but fear keeps me from doing things, I guess is what I mean when I say slow down. So okay. it just, it's, it's, it keeps me from moving to the next step with a lot of things. And one of the things I noticed at this camp is, this podcast, which would have been a perfect thing to advertise and talk about at this podcast, I, I don't think I brought it up once, except to people that already knew. Mm. Mm. And I and I was like, why, why am I weird to talk about it? And I think, and I and I'm this way in my general life too. Like I just don't bring it up, and I don't know if I'm scared that people are gonna think that it's a look at me thing, or if they think that I'm like trying to be famous or Hmm. I'm trying to be a know-it-all or, and I'm just, I know that I'm not. Yeah. It's none of that. It's none of that. Right. And yet at the same time, fear, you know, rational or irrational, it's a real thing. And it, it keeps me from doing things. A lot of times it keeps me from doing the first step and then one of the other themes of the camps was, you know, I just, I want to be known as a doer and fear gets in the way of that a lot. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm doing a lot of talking here and I'm all over the place. Well, as you're talking, I mean, what the, the phrase that comes to my mind is uh, what I've learned is fear of man, which I don't know if Brandon, if you've heard that or Tommy, if you've heard that, but the idea is basically just, um, being concerned about what other people think of you or what you're doing, or like in this case, the podcast or your right. motivation for doing the podcast or whatever. Um, so I, I'm not saying that's <clears throat> what it is, but yeah, it's kind of like, that's the label or the term that I've used yeah. in my head. Cause I have the same thing in certain cases where I'm like, you know, I generally, I don't concern myself with what other people are are thinking of me, but there are cases where I'm like, wow, I, you know, I didn't do that thing because I was worried about someone's right 
potential reaction, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why, like when it's like to me, the podcast, when we talk here, it's almost anonymous. Like, I feel like I'm just in the room talking to you guys. Yeah. Even though I know some of the stuff we say and the reason we bring it up is because these are real issues for real people and people don't talk about them enough. Right. And so for whatever reason, I'm weird about telling people about it in, in my real everyday life. And there's just, there's no reason for it because whoever it is that's listening to this right now, you probably know people that could use hearing some of this stuff. And we may not be the best deliverers out there, but the conversations, the topics, the things like that, uh, they can really help people in my opinion. That's why we're doing this. So, yeah. I don't know, Brandon, you got anything? You've been working a lot, so you're, <laughs> the energy level is not uh, the well, usual no, piece here. No, you're just so. saying good stuff. There's no reason for me to interrupt. Um, yeah. I mean, I will say, I mean, you you, you know, you, you could argue looking back before we started the podcast, this was your idea, your baby, Tommy. There was fear, I think, of for all of us to some degree, and maybe you the most, because it was your idea, but of even starting this, of even doing this, you know, and, and I... I forget how the phrase goes, but people say, you know, courage isn't the absence of fear, but it's just like the willingness to move forward despite the fear being there. That's not exactly how the phrase yeah. goes, but something like that. Right. Um, and so on some level, anytime we do something that we have fear with, we're showing courage because we're, you know, despite that fear, we're, we're moving forward and taking action. So to be a doer, as you said a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, whether it's in fear, anxiety, I have found in my life, it just keeps me from taking that first step. Mm-hmm. Whether it be posting that thing on social media, which I know a lot of people don't have. A lot of people have the opposite problem. They just post everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm the opposite of that. I, I, whatever it is, I've been beaten into my brain that like, don't put stuff out on social media because I, I, I it's not even rational because who cares what other people think in some <laughs> respects? I mean, seriously, like, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just being myself and I don't know, Brandon, you got anything? Well, does oh, it stir sorry. anything up? <laughs> oh, Johnny, you got more. All well, right. I'm just, I'm just saying when it comes to our kids, like, I guess, you know, on some level, um, if we let fear control ourselves as dads, we're never going to model very well for them how to deal with it, you know? So, uh, you know, I, I, not a, I don't have a great example coming to mind off the top of my head, but I know there's times where I've tried to model taking a risk, you know, stepping out there. Um, I, I had, as I mentioned, my oldest son with me at, at the camp, we were instead of being in, in a, um, in a unit, or I I think that was the term you guys used. We were in a different group, um, and like a prayer team. So basically we were fathers and sons in this big tent where, um, other campers could come in and just come in and spend, you know, 20 minutes or whatever and hang out, talk, and then, and then receive prayer. And in a way that was, I think it took a little bit of courage 
definitely on Matt's part because he was stepping into something brand new. He had mm -hmm. no idea what this was going to be like. But I think it even took a little bit of courage on me too because I was basically I felt like I was sort of revealing part of my life as a as a man in my faith to him. And I mean, I've shared my faith with him, but he was witnessing my faith and other men's faith, like in action through this prayer team. And so I wasn't quite sure how he was going to receive all that, but he, he was definitely, um, he received it well, <laughs> which was good. <laughs> but again, there's still, you know, a little bit of risk. And, and that's not, again, the best example of, of, that I could probably think of if it gave me time, but it's, it's recent. So it comes to, comes to mind. Yeah. Well, and, and, Doing this podcast, I mean, I saw Matt take risks of his own. I mean, so Matt actually got up and spoke to 450 kids or men, people, I should say, men, yeah, people, men and boys, whatever. And sons, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. And he, I mean, and he had 20 minutes notice. Whoa. Yeah. yeah like we so. were somewhere and the thing was starting Sunday morning and the guy comes up to, to Matt, actually comes up to Matt and me and says, hey, do you guys want to talk on stage? And we're like, huh? <laughs> and then they found another father-son duo as well. And then they decided, well, let's just have the sons go up. So yeah. then I got off the hook. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, he had to talk in front of a bunch of people. So. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, he did great. So, yeah. I mean, and then just doing that in and of itself took an act of courage. For sure. Yeah. And you've modeled it by doing something like this. True. I mean, he knows yeah. that you put yourself out there and you put, you know. Yeah who you are out there. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, you, you do model it. So, and Thanks. so, yeah, I think that's a good example of modeling yourself, taking risks. So, but I, you know, I think it's also too, and maybe Brandon, you can comment on this, but <laughs> teaching, I mean, you know, teaching your kid to ride a bike or to swim or those kinds of things. Like there's just, you know, basic fear of like, I'm going to fall and hurt, get hurt. I'm going to drown, whatever that kind of stuff. I mean, I mean, do you have a, think of examples of that where you've had to encourage your kids to get through fear in those moments? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you ah, said the general you a softball stuff. There. No, I know. I don't Stole need to talk. Your material. You guys are doing great. <laughs> I mean, you guys are rocking it. You don't need to throw me a softball. Keep going. <laughs> I'll just say so that you oh, guys yeah. will feel like I've said something. <laughs> When I think of this fear topic, it's hard not to go to that scene in the office when Dwight's taking Ryan on his first sales call and he takes him out in the middle of a manure field. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know that I saw this one. Anyways, it's this whole, like, well, such a Dwight going. scene. Yeah, where does this and go? It, it led to Ryan going to this barn on Dwight's farm and in it, he had this, like, fear simulator. <laughs> and... It ended it with his right. cousin Moe's with the word fear, like scraggly written on across his t-shirt. <laughs> He's like, you know, wrestle your fear to the ground. He's like, I'm not wrestling your cousin Moe's, you know, <laughs> it was just absolutely hysterical. So. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> anyway, so it's hard not to think of fear from that, that context, that framework. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, I mean, to me, fear is also its close cousin, obviously, is anxiety. And like for me, fear is not taking that first step. So, and courage is the antithesis of, of fear uh, because to me, it's doing it, having the fear and still doing it anyway. And how do you take right. that first step? And whether that's, uh, whether that's an exercise goal, like for whatever reason, you can't get started. 
um, and you can't take that first step or whether it's uh, interviewing for a job, whether that's whatever it is that's putting yourself out there, that's getting yourself started. Only you, the listener, knows even what the heck I'm talking about. Yeah. But it, it just it manifests it manifests itself differently in different people. Um, yeah. And it definitely does through my own kids. I've got three kids that experience anxiety and fear and all that stuff completely differently. So I would just encourage you to know your kids and treat them all individually because they do. They experience the world differently. So. One well, anxiety is such a big deal right now too, as we're coming out of the pandemic, because I've heard that, and we've talked about yeah, this on great. other episodes that therapists and counselors are just like slammed right now with, with business because so many people are, are anxious and children are anxious and so much uncertainty. And I'm, I don't know when that's going to, when that peak is going to start to come back down, but I, I don't now, know. I mean, but COVID really was now. the ultimate, like, yeah fear like right this unknown invisible force anywhere you go you could touch something and die i mean yeah i mean what, literally that's more <laughs> yeah that's, I mean, that's what yeah, it was right for the longest time and right. then then you had other people that weren't doing whatever you know you thought was the right thing and there was anxiety and and contempt and whatever else that came out of the pandemic. So yeah, yeah the, it, it's all, it all got ramped up through 2020. Yeah. And even still for a lot of people. So, you know, one of the, one of the things that I also wanted to bring up is just this idea that comes with fear with comes with succumbing to fear is this, you know, guilt, this shame, this whatever over not taking whatever step that you thought. And I've felt that because I've got a million of these ideas and I want to be thought of as a doer. And a lot of the time I just, I mean, I've done, we've done this podcast, which is awesome. And I, you know, it's been great. And it's in a great example of why you should just do, I mean, take Nike example. I mean, just do it. Like, what is the worst that can happen? And I guess I would use it to challenge whatever or whoever's listening to this. What is it that you're look at the downside, look at the upside. And that's what I want to teach to my kids is just because, you know, you think somebody's going to make fun of you or something like if that's the worst thing, like, mm. and that in certain times of my life, that was an awful, awful thing to you know, not be accepted or not whatever. I hope I can teach my kids to not worry so much about that, but, um, but to look at the downside, look at the upside and see what's worth it. And maybe I'll take my own kids advice and not do the things that can be fatal. Like avoid the fatal mistakes. Don't jump the fire. Don't maybe. jump the fire. Maybe, but apply for that job. Maybe, you know, like if that's what you feel like you should be doing. Yeah. Exactly. Don't 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 wimp out. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he's, he's got. We got a lot of head bobbing yeah. on this one. He is in total agreement <laughs> with everything. You guys are rocking it. Uh, I, there's nothing I can add. 
Oh, I could I could add in my struggles if you want, but I'm not sure that's beneficial. So, uh, I mean, yeah, exactly. So, well, what you what you've <laughs> overcome? Yeah, you've overcome. You've a lot. overcome. Well, sure. Yeah, I mean, but we all have. That's life. Huh. That's fair. Yeah, it's fair. I will say, my boy. So I got stung by a bee. So. Bee survivor, bee sting survivor, right here. Were we talking about at camp? At camp, yeah. Right. There were so like there, a million people that got stung by. There bees. was like a million people that stung by bees. John yeah. is over here, on the other hand, like scooping them up and catching them. Your <laughs> son, John. My yeah. son, John. Not, not me. Yeah. Not you. <laughs> he's scooping them up. Wow. I mean, literally, he was like, he's like, oh yeah, these are these are the fine bees. They're the. I'll just catch. <laughs> I catch these. Cost and benefit it, analysis, jumping over fire, <laughs> no go. <laughs> Catching bees. bees with bare hand. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. I, I don't know if he's misinformed or way more informed <laughs> yeah. than the rest of us. Either way, he's got some. But he's the one yeah. that didn't get stung. I will say See, that. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so, he knew. Yeah, he I knew. Guess he's a bee whisperer. whisperer. <laughs> nice. But oh, I don't know. He's like, yeah, the yellow jackets. Don't, don't mess with them. But the little bumblebees. He's just catching wow. them with his hand. Impressive. They won't sting you unless you step on them, which is what I did. Well, all these kids uh, were running around in bare feet and maybe adults too. Yeah. I had to go back up the slide. I mean, there you go. On. Yeah. There was a water slide into nice. a pond, which oh, is cool. They broke that out again. That's yeah. Cool. But like it's pond's still disgusting. Much yeah, nicer. Okay. The, the slide is much nicer than now though. But, um, no. but yeah, so all these people were getting stung by bees. On wow. Their feet. So, and somebody actually came around to our campsite and was like, yeah, Got to wear shoes now. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so many people were going to the medic tent. <laughs> it was a lot. Going, going to the yeah. tent for a bee sting? It was I kids. guess. It was kids. Yeah, kids. I mean, it oh, hurt. okay. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. If you're was, eight and you get stung by a bee on your foot, you're probably That's traumatic. Be, really? Yeah. Yeah. You don't remember being eight, huh? I guess not, but. How old's Nick? Six. If he got stung by a bee, wouldn't he? I'm not Nick, though. What? <laughs> I'm way I, tougher. No, I I'm just, way tougher. I, I'm a I, man. This is not me being like. You wouldn't get stung by the bee if you held him, Nick. No, Put him in your hands. Didn't you get stung all the time as a kid? A few times. A handful. Oh, and it sucked every time. Would. Yeah, I hated it. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't say I ever <laughs> thought to go to a, a medical personnel to well, wow. if you're wow. maybe rub an ice cube on it or something. I, you know? I mean, if it swells up or something, yeah. you might get some ice. You know, I we we grew up in an age with no air conditioning in schools, right? At yeah. least I, you know, my yeah. school day. So we'd have the windows open when it was hot, and all these bees would come in, and people would freak out in our classroom all the time. You know, no so, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So it was always pretty comical, really. <laughs> Lots of fear around bees. Well, there's I, a lot. Of I'd fear say the bees. fear around bees heightened when that movie came out. My girl, is that what it was? What? Oh, yeah, John doesn't know. I, it's I a don't movie. know anything about movies. Lean on me, my girl. I, it's one yeah. of those movies. Lean on me. she get killed she, by a bee or something? Yeah, she like died from bee stings, didn't she? Really? Wow. I mean... You don't remember this movie? It was clutch in our, in our childhood. I definitely don't. Wow. Not going to lie. Someone shout out. I think it was and called My Are you girl talking movie. about Hunger Games with the no. tractor jacker? <laughs> <laughs> you seen that one? I've seen that oh, one. Oh, my goodness uh, gracious. That was a solid movie. What? Hunger Games. Oh, he's all right. Book was better. Oh, you're one of those guys. Book was better. <laughs> nah, it's, I don't read geez. books. I read it with, with <laughs> my daughter. Who's got time, so. <laughs> time for books? Oh, I read Man. way too slow for that. <laughs> but a lot of people have fear around tests. They have fear around whatever. And yeah. a lot, a lot of the time, it is irrational fear. 
Right. But that doesn't matter because it's real to you. Yeah. So how do you Perception get, how do you, how do you, how do you right? get over that? Any advice for people that, that are wrapped in that, that are, I mean, I could take my, my John's advice and say, Hey, look at the upside, look at the downside. Like literally what is the potential downside? Oh, I know what I was going to bring up. Yeah, see, I'm forgetting stuff. I, we could, you could, I'll, I'll let you guys answer that question before I go to the other one. Anybody, any advice? Advice any? on how to handle fear? Yeah, or how to how to how to get yourself past it. I think it's pretty tough when you're doing it solo. So, in other words, if you're not talking about it with other people or getting advice or sharing, yeah. Because what about with your kids? How'd you how'd you get through them? I don't Mm. I don't know what they were. Whether it was the dark, whether it was whatever fear it was. I feel like they always work through it themselves. Like you try to be there. I'm always there, and I try to rationalize things but ultimately they have to get there themselves is the true. way i've seen it happen yeah just exposure to that exposure that or event, eventual maturity and my yep. oldest daughter could not be in the same room as a someone wearing a costume uh like like a chuck e cheese mascot uh, type thing mascot, whatever those yeah. are called like, i mean could ch- not be in the same room i mean chuck e cheese is pretty right that's but frishes like, or you know even like a kid's like a princess yeah. or a Mickey Mouse or something. If uh, whoever thought Chuck E. Cheese and clowns and all that stuff was good for kids, man, that's just not right. So maybe I watch it too much. That's <laughs> a kid. Uh, anyway, all right. So I'll get to my last point that I had, and I thought it was really good advice, and maybe it's part of this whole fear anxiety thing is it was it was advice from Terry Phillips and I think he got it from someone else was this notion and he gave this uh analogy to a skier that is oh yeah that is going down a hill and he started by saying all right everybody close your eyes unless you're driving don't close your eyes and he's like whatever you do don't think of an elephant <laughs> And it's next to impossible to not actually picture an elephant in your brain. Pretty yep. easy. Barely an inconvenience for me. <laughs> well, that's because you don't visualize right. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Fair I was like, point. What were you getting at? That was easy. But, yeah, you still thought, but you still thought about an elephant. I did not. He tried to Liar. think about one. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, most normal people, yeah, except right. Brandon. When he said that, I was there too at camp. I thought of elephants. Yeah. And he said it like yeah, a couple times. Yeah. And it's basically his notion was... It is the human brain can't doesn't think in the terms of avoiding negatives. It only thinks in terms of positives. So then he used the, the he used the analysis of a skier going down a, a mountain through the trees, through weaving trees. their way through the trees. And he's like, if the skier had in his brain, don't hit the trees. Mm. You know what he'd be looking at as he skied down the mountain? The trees. All the trees. Instead, he's like, look for the path. Look for the path. And what you do when you look like, when you look for the path is you see where you're supposed to go. You look where you're supposed to go and you naturally go there and everything else fades in the background. So I don't know what that looks like for you, the listener, but you got to look for your path. And whether that's going down and talking to a girl, whether that is going 
and taking that interview, whether that is not worrying about what anybody else thinks in terms of your exercise and your shape and how you look and you take that first step and you go to the gym anyway, even though it's only going to be for five minutes and you're going to die and whatever. It's that first step, whatever, whatever fear it is that you have out there. It's, I, I, I don't know what it is for you, but look at the path, look at where you're going, try to see where it is that you want to go. I mean, it's the whole five marks of mm-hmm. man. It's have a vision, look at the path, try not to focus on the obstacles. So it's a great analogy. Yeah. yeah. Cause, cause I think that's what anxiety is, is people, whatever the, you know, we're, we're not uh, cross country skiing most of the time, but whatever that tree is in, in your analogy, I mean, it's don't look at that, right. You know, it's there. But right. if you're focusing on the path, that's what's going to get you through. So, yeah, I love it. All right. I don't have anything else, but yeah. you guys got any closing thoughts around fear, anxiety, advice for kids? How to deal with it for kids? Anything? Bueller? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, a lot of this is just find something that you can do to model, you know, courage to your kids, you know, and, and remind them that having fear is normal. And, and people that do things that are, um, courageous, it's not like they have no fear, right? It's just that they're willing to, to try. And maybe it is a calculated risk, kind of like you're saying with, with John, you know, doing the pros and cons and, and weighing that out. But regardless, yeah, taking that action, I mean, most of the, great things that have happened in my life have come from taking a risk or, you know, being courageous on some level, you know, whether it was asking my wife to marry me or applying for that job or, you know, that first day of college or whatever I was afraid of or had in my mind, am I ready for this? You know, those, those have all been great things, you know, looking back, but, uh, but they can be scary up front. Yeah. And by the way, they don't always work out. Truth. I mean, they just don't, but that's okay. Like that's part of, the path and right. I'll probably share something on, on the socials uh, that, that Brandon shared with me and I forget who it was. Francis it's a, Chan. Francis Chan. It's basically yeah, this idea yeah. of fear drives us to safety, right? We all want to be safe. We all want to take the safe, easy path. But is that really what you want in your life? To just get to the end of your life and be like, man, that was really safe. It was awesome. Like I didn't do anything. I didn't take any risks. I didn't, I mean, to me, that feels like a path of regret and a path of what ifs and, a you know, don't, I don't want to get to the end of my life and have that. I've got enough of them to where that I didn't do things <laughs> that we all do. Yeah. And everybody does. Everybody does. I, I don't, I would love to meet the person that doesn't have any regrets and tries everything, but no regrets. No regrets. No, ra- ra- no regrets. The tattoo. The tattoo. The tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but it, yeah, it doesn't always work. But do it anyway. So maybe that maybe that applies to you giving us real feedback for this podcast, which we would appreciate. Ooh. Maybe that would be you actually sharing this podcast with somebody that you're like, I don't know, like it's not you know, the greatest podcast in the world, but maybe you're going to get something out of it. And in fact, maybe that person isn't even going to get something about it, but it's, it's really for the person that's downline of them. 
It's the share to the share that ends up having a real impact. So share to the share. I like that. It really is. We, we, we had one person that, that came and gave us real feedback and I, and I very much appreciate it. And, uh, it is a real thing. We don't, we don't post on social media nearly enough. We don't do some of the things and there's a lot of things we can do better. So we want to, we want to hear your feedback. Uh, we very much appreciate it and we appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us. Ramble on. So. Ramble on. Ramble on. <laughs> it's a good song. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I got nothing. So hit us up at Just Dance Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And with any luck, we'll have some YouTube at some point, someday, with some of these. So. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Happy 4th. Happy 4th. Bye, everybody. See you guys.